Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. My beloved listeners of Youth Talk on Radio Islam International, I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that each and every one of you are in the best of state of mind. You are in afia and Allah grant you barakah and the best of everything always, inshallah, inshallah. Wherever you may be listening to the show from, I know for a fact in your heart, your thoughts, your du'as, our Gaza, the prayers of the world, or at least most of the world, our Gaza. And today we will be speaking about the use of Gaza. Inshallah, my guest, Raghu Hussein Chunara, Sister Jihan Casey, who's currently in Cairo, waiting to go in with a convoy to Gaza, will be sharing with you, my beloved listeners exactly what is happening in Gaza, what they are viewing right now, their interaction with the people of Gaza. So my beloved listeners, I humbly ask of you, lend me your hearts. Because after today's show, I know for a fact that all of us are speaking about Palestine. We are making dua for the people of Gaza. Palestine has freed us. Palestine has reminded us that this dunya is temporary. And all that we need to rely on is our Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with nothing but firm yakin in Allah saying, Hasbunallah wa ni'ma wakil. I trust only in Allah completely. Alhamdulillah. Brother Hussein Chunara, Sister Jihan Casey. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to Youth Talk on Radio Islam International. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you, Baby Aisha, for having us uh, this morning. It's an absolute pleasure, Sister Jihan. I'm going to ask Brother Hussein first if he can please share with us, Brother Hussein, the reality of the displacement of the youth in Gaza right now. The reality of not knowing where family members are, who are taking care of the youth, where are they, where are they sleeping, do they have food, do they have shelter, who is comforting them, who are giving these children a hug, if you can please explain, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh to all the listeners of Radio Islam and to you, Bibi Aisha, for Zakala for having us on air together with Sister Jihan Casey as well, uh, who is currently, you know, efforts are undergoing to pack more aid into Gaza. And uh, uh, of course, to share with you the situation right now in Gaza in terms of the youth and where they are staying, you know, it's on different dynamics, different levels. You're talking about two million people displaced. Uh, seeking temporary shelter on the streets. Um, you're finding many children by the minute, not even by the hour, by the minutes being orphaned, women being widowed. And uh, literally you find also how families are just taking in the young and you know taking them as their own. But also many children wandering around the streets, waking up with fear and the struggle for survival uh, every single day. But lessons that we can learn is the faith and the resilience of the children of Gaza. Brother Hussein, another question before I go over to Sister Jihan. 
right now, you know, for 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 children, because when you see pictures, when you see the videos on social media, when you see the news, they are children that are now taken on the role of a parent to their youngest siblings. If you can please tell us a little bit more about that. Absolutely, of course. Uh, you find children heading up homes, and you find the situation in Gaza as well as you find the situation in the Palestinian and the Syrian camps, where, for example, um, um, you know, young children, uh, five, six, seven years old, taking the responsibility of heading up uh, the homes, uh, as you find, and of course, losing the childhood in that process. Um, so, of course, you know, um, it, 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 uh, Allah is testing them, but Allah is testing you and I more because Allah has brought it to our attention of the situation of the children in Gaza. Ya Allah, subhanallah, may Allah grant needs to everybody, especially the children in Gaza. Sister Jihan, you are in Cairo right now. They are trucks that are going in, inshallah, to Gaza. But you and I both know that it's just not a truck with just supplies. You and I both know it's so much more significant. Can you please share with our listeners, when you see aid being given, what do you really see? Uh, yes, you're right. It's not just about humanitarian aid. And while uh, we were preparing five trucks uh, loaded with uh, emergency aid uh, items, Wallahi, I was uh, looking at them um, as uh, images, and I have seen behind them images of children grabbing uh, a bottle of drinking water, and that child maybe he has uh, does not have uh, any clean water for uh, many days, and uh, this child, uh, child will have this bottle of water and drink. Uh, about the flower, when I catch when I was catching the flower in my hand, the packet. I was imagining a mother in Gaza just uh, catching the same packet I was catching and she was making uh, uh, bread for her children. As you know, all bakeries in Gaza were bombed. So, so the images behind all uh, these humanitarian aid trucks are children appealing for food, uh, appealing for uh, medicine, appealing for basic, basic, basic uh, items, you know, uh, this this is a, a season now. It's a festive. Everyone is celebrating, but I I just want everyone while celebrating with their families about New Year, about any occasion they celebrate. Just think of the children of Gaza. They don't want toys. They don't want uh, a gift. All what they want is uh, a dignified life, basic items like food, like water, like medicine, like shelter, and this is the minimum right for the children. Sister Jihan, as I'm listening to you right now, I'm thinking to myself right now as well, that in Gaza right now, winter it's winter. And, you know, to add to all the challenges that are being faced right now, which is really beyond our comprehension, really, there's also the very harsh winters. There's no food, there's no shelter, there's, there's unfamiliar faces, there's displacement. Can you please tell us more? Uh, yes, first of all, I want to say the children of Gaza never live their childhood or their youth stage. They uh, they become adults uh, in a very young age because of uh, what they are uh, facing, uh, what they are uh, 
uh, going through in Gaza, it's, it's the war now, yes, it's the, hard, the most uh, harsh one, but uh, they have been in war since uh, ages. So the children of Gaza become just adults uh, without uh, living uh, their innocence, their infant childhood and everything. As winter, this winter, this year, is not like any other winter. This year, the families and the children have lost their houses, their belongings, their schools, uh, their safe zones, uh, and uh, all what, uh, and they are now homeless uh, without any shelter in the cold weather. Uh, most of the old families now in shelters, like schools, like tents, and uh, they only count on assistance they might receive. Even in the school and tents, the families are threatened to die. They have nothing except Allah's mercy. This year, the children are bearing this harsh cold with empty stomachs. Uh, and they are already shivering from the trauma, from uh, the dead people around them. They have seen uh, children being killed, uh, uh, injured. Uh, so they are already shivering from trauma. And now the cold weather uh, will make the, the situation is really uh, more, uh, more worse. Even me speaking and imagining the situation uh, with you just makes my heart shiver. Uh, because all I wish I just can hug all children of Gaza, give them warmth from my heart, from my love, because they, they really deserve a better life, not what they are living now. Absolutely, absolutely, Sister Jihan. I'm, I'm, I'm conducting this discussion with a lump in my throat, and I, I'm certain it's all our listeners feel exactly the way I feel. I'm actually struggling to articulate a sentence or a question to you because I have tears rolling down my face. And like you say, you know, you want to hug the children. You want to take them. You want to say to them that I will look after you and I can provide for you. But, you know, I've read lots of messages also on social media. And, and what is so heartwarming that you know, there's been no, um, you know, amongst many of the people around the world showing support. It's not about religion. It's about humanity. It's about insaniate. It's about standing up for what's right. And one of the messages that I've read, it stands out for me. Um, you know, Brother Hussein, I'm going to ask you to comment on this as well after Sister Jihan does, where there was a message saying, uh, uh, um, from somebody saying that I wish I could adopt a child from Gaza because this child can come and teach a lot of the children um, in other countries, um, uh, no, no, sorry, I wish I could adopt a child from Gaza and give this child love, food, and shelter. And the reply to that comment was, the children of Gaza can teach adults as well as children a lot of lessons about how we should be conducting ourselves as part of the Ummah of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu with their strength, with their resilience, with their, with their attitude of the wakul and trust in Allah, no matter what happens, and still do it with a smile. Because the nur on the faces of the people of Palestine is something I have never seen in my life. Sister Jihan, what are your thoughts? Um, yes, this is amazing when people think about uh, adopting a child from Gaza. Uh, but here I want to mention something about uh, children of Gaza. They are going all through this uh, and they don't want to leave their land. Uh, all this war, all the struggles, all these crises, uh, because they learn from their grandparents, from their parents, uh, that uh, they have to be in their homeland, not to leave uh, their land uh, for uh, uh, to be occupied. Um, 
So when I think about the word children, I can only imagine the next generation. And the children of Gaza, uh, mainly, uh, uh, they lack uh, uh, children's human rights. They don't have access to basic human rights that we all uh, learn about. Uh, and one of the professors at the university, at American University in, uh, in Lebanon, uh, he said something. He said, I want to apologize for all my students because I was teaching them about human rights, about children rights. I was giving them great about this uh, from UN standards and everything. I want to apologize because none of this is applied on children of Gaza. So the children uh, of Gaza have gone through and still going through with our minds can burn. Yes, we see in the videos through the social media, the power in these children who have strong faith in Allah and who are ready to be martyrs for the uh, uh, sake of their country. Yes, they can learn, they can teach us a lot, they can teach others the true meaning uh, of resilience, of being brave, of being uh, uh, with good personality. They, those children will never, never uh, leave their land to be adopted in another country. What uh, anyone interested to support the uh, children of Gaza, just sponsor them, sponsor them in their own land, just to guarantee that they get their basic needs. And once they become adults, uh, they will, they, they might become um, uh, really good uh, people, good doctors, good uh, engineers, to rebuild their own homeland. SubhanAllah, Brother Hussein, your thoughts when you think of the comment that I made based on what I've seen of the, the extra special strength and nur and courage of the children of Gaza and the people of Palestine overall. Absolutely, uh, Aisha, of course, you know, uh, you know our, Allah brings it to our attention for more for us than for them. You know, I always remind ourselves that, you know, Allah's testing them, yes, we understand, but Allah's testing us as well. And uh, what the lessons we can take from this is, of course, one is to be grateful for what we have, and the others, of course, to learn from the resilience, the faith, and the courage, whether it's of the father in Gaza right now, whether it's of the mothers in Gaza right now, who themselves are deprived of their dignity, uh, of, of, of everything that they have, but still able to be the current sense of comfort and security for the children. But also the children who stand firm on the front lines in conviction of, 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 uh, of their presence and their situation and, and still be in such funny moments to smile. And if, even though around them everything's of lack. Remember these children haven't changed their clothes in three months, haven't washed, haven't played, uh, you know, hungry, uh, can't find water, but still have the resilience uh, to stand there with courage and be a child in that situation. Uh, you know, we, uh, you know, we, we, yes, we all are emotionally connected and vested in what's happening right now in Gaza, and we all want to be there in some way or form to assist whatever we can. But. Remember, these children are the ones waking up every single morning, not knowing what the situation will be. Hungry, thirsty, uh, sick, uh, yearning around in the situation and the bombs falling as well, and still being able to go through the day. So these are lessons we must learn from the, our children, from our brothers and sisters, 
uh, in Gaza right now, and we make dua that Allah alleviates the plight and uh, the responsibility on us. As most people right now in this coming week, Alhamdulillah should be with their families and enjoy it. But when you with your children in the next few weeks, you're spending time with them and your families, and you're traveling wherever you are, please let it be that whatever you're doing, whatever you buy, whatever you are enjoying, let it be part of a remembrance, of a, a lesson, of a uh, dua, of a support in some way or form for the children of Gaza, for the mothers, for the widows, for the fathers of Gaza. I mean, I mean, very well said, brother. Very well said. Um, Sister Jihan, I have to ask you this question. Um, we're thinking right now, there are women who are pregnant. There are, there's medical supplies coming in. Uh, what is the situation? Um, you know, with regards to medical attention, when there's women that are giving birth, when there's care that needs to be given to babies. Can you please tell us some more? Yes, uh, uh, the last statistics say that uh, more than 50,000 uh, women are pregnant inside Gaza. And uh, with the lack of uh, uh, enough medical uh, supplies inside Gaza, uh, most of the hospitals got bombed. Uh, they are some skilled hospitals, but they are not qualified to do like uh, uh, big uh, operations. Uh, women uh, are doing are giving birth in the tents, uh, in the schools, in the rooms of the schools, uh, and uh, you know that uh, might uh, they they might face challenges and complications. Uh, so those who did not die because uh, of the war inside Gaza. Uh, they might get, uh, uh, yeah, they get affected uh, by the starvation that you know the pregnant woman, uh, woman have uh, to eat well in order for her, uh, so she's pregnant, so she has to eat uh, well. With this starvation crisis, uh, no, no food, uh, no water, nothing, uh, uh, nothing uh, available there or minimum, let's say, because uh, yes, we are sending trucks uh, as AMA, we send five trucks of humanitarian aid, mainly medical supplies. Because we receive every week updated with some doctors from inside Gaza about, the, about what they need. We send drugs of medicines, but this is not enough. We are talking about 1.9 million displaced people, and 65% of them are women. Uh, imagine those women who don't get access to medical supplies, even for the hygiene uh, items like sanitary pads, they don't have this. What the women inside Gaza they need medical supplies, medicines, they need uh, dignity. It's all about dignity. Imagine the woman struggling in this crisis without even having a sanitary pad. Uh, I don't know what words we can say to describe uh, the atrocity of what's happening in Gaza. Wallahi, I can't find any proper words to describe what they are struggling with, what, uh, what they are uh, uh, going through. Absolutely. Like I said, I conducting this, this, this discussion with a lump in my throat. I'm struggling to articulate my words. I just want to leave this comment now before we go for the ad break and inshallah when we return, you know, we can, we can talk about this more, but I just want to say this. There are children around the world, including in Gaza, who are children with special needs. They may have various, various challenges right now. 
over and above other challenges. They need the hug of a mother. They need the hug of a father. They may have medical needs that, you know, prior to, to, to all of um, the war happening now, their personal challenges, maybe children with Down syndrome, children with cerebral palsy, maybe a child who's blind, maybe a child who's in a wheelchair. Lots for us to think about, lots for us to make sugar to Allah for, lots for us to do as part of humanity. How will we face Allah on the day of Qiyamah and say, what have we done for our fellow Muslims? What have we done for our fellow human beings? Lots to think about. Inshallah, we will be continuing after the ad break. Please don't go away. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, my beloved listeners of Youth Talk here on Radio Islam International. If you have been listening to the show from the beginning, I'm sure like me, you have tears rolling down your face. I'm sure like me, you are thinking to yourself, I've seen pictures, I've seen videos, I may have heard talks, I've heard interviews, but I still can't imagine exactly what the situation is like in Gaza because it is something that we have never seen. I can't even comprehend the level of struggle and challenges that keep piling up. But yet, the faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by the people of Palestine is a reminder for all of us, my beloved listeners, for me first, that at the end of the day, all that matters is destination Jannah. That's where we are making dua to go. But how do you get to destination Jannah? You need to go through the process of being in dunya. And what are we doing in dunya? Hoping that it's done sincerely with the best of intentions in a manner that Allah will be pleased with, in a manner that Allah will accept that inshallah the hope and the dua would be that we all be reunited in Jannah. And when we see, or at least for me, if I have to think lessons learned from the people of Palestine, I have learned that I have still a lot to learn. I have learned from the smallest baby, the smallest child in Palestine, that me as an adult woman of 48 years old, I have a lot of growing up to do. Because when I see a picture of a young boy or girl playing with a kitten in the, in the middle of rubble, not being surrounded by any adults, but looking at this kitten with a smile. When I see children putting their hands out in the rain in Gaza so they can have water and they are smiling. When I see pictures of two women sitting on rubble and they have their children next to them with absolutely probably the best of minimum of food or we don't even know what is there but they are smiling and I say yeah Allah these are the people of Jannah. Sister Jihan can you please share with us um, I remember in our preparation for the show we were speaking about a, a, a particular gentleman who is part of um, you know the convoy that is going to be going into Gaza and his thoughts about going into Gaza every day if you can share that with our beloved listeners please uh, yes uh, you know there are two heroes that uh, sometimes we are not aware about because uh, we are focusing on inside Gaza but what about the truck drivers who are sacrificing their lives to, uh, to get aid into Gaza? Uh, last night, I met uh, a driver. His name is Mahmoud. He's 30 years old. 
uh, he's Egyptian. Uh, he was in Gaza two years ago, uh, two days ago, I mean. So uh, I asked him one question. I asked him how he can do this. Uh, uh, he said, I have uh, a little girl, baby. Uh, she's one year old. Her name is Karma. He showed me her picture. He looked at the picture and cried. And he told me, when I was inside Gaza, I saw a little girl, same age as my children, that enjoyed uh, homeless. I was just thinking of my daughter. Uh, she's inside Gaza. Uh, she might face same uh, situation. He was crying. He told me I was crying all the time. And I wa- it was hard for me to leave Gaza and go back. I wish I can put all the children of Gaza in my sack and bring them to my home a safe place because what we are going through is very harsh and he told me that his wife is pregnant uh, she's pregnant with a girl and he decided to name her Palestine uh, just uh, to show that uh, how he, he has true feelings toward uh, Palestine those are true heroes uh, that they are sacrificing their lives just to support the fans of God. everyone support in his own way in her own way like for us we, are, we try our best to uh, to uh, uh, collect funds uh, from donors, to, to talk more, uh, to spread awareness uh, about uh, the situation of Gaza, to share videos, photos, we have things inside Gaza. Everyone uh, uh, do this uh, in, in their own way, uh, or whatever they can do. Uh, and like you, we are spreading awareness about Gaza, about children, about women, to your show. Those all happening, this is like Sada Kajaria to all of us. But those truck drivers, uh, I felt amazed about uh, how brave they are. Uh, imagine, he told me, I, I just kiss my daughter, kiss my mother, and uh, hug them. It's, I feel every time I leave Egypt to go to Cairo, to go to inside the Gaza, to Rafah border, I feel maybe it will be my last time seeing my family. He said, I, I do tawakkul ala Allah. Uh, and I go inside uh, I, I, I have to, to do it because no other way to, uh, to get it into Gaza except uh, through uh, trucks. Uh, it's the only way. He said, if we don't do it, uh, then the children of Gaza and the families in Gaza will die from starvation from the lack of medicine. So he, he, he was talking to me in a very proud way about what he's doing uh, in this uh, when he takes the trucks to inside Gaza. Alhamdulillah, may Allah reward him and everybody that is rendering aid because this is, yeah Allah, you know, I am like, I'm listening right now and you think to yourself, you know, when is, if the need arises and, 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 you know, there's volunteers around South Africa that want to go in as such, I'm saying this on, on radio right now, I'm putting my name on, maybe Aisha, B or A, either way, alphabetical order, because you want to, you want to look after our people, we want to be there, you know, we, we human beings, we cannot see somebody else in difficulty and you think to yourself, the people of Palestine, the children of Palestine, the lessons that we have learned from them and we continue learning and you think to yourself, this is clearly on a, a level that is, you know, the people of Palestine, the people of China, most definitely. Sister Jihan, another question I want to ask you before I go to Brother Hussein is, Right now, when we're thinking as well with winter coming and, you know, dignity packs, I mean, for women, like you say, simple things, you know, um, sanitary pads, toiletries, uh, basic, basic necessities, including shelter. When we're saying shelter, where, where, where are, are, are children housed? I mean, it, like how, how are food distributions being made? Um, 
how how uh, how do we know they are safe in who who is comforting them you know if you can just give us a bit of an idea of 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 what is going on right now from what you've seen just so listeners can somewhat comprehend the reality of what's going on i think you should be questioning uh as i said we are talking about 1.9 this place uh, uh people inside gaza that means uh they need the big massive support uh, in order to cover the needs of every uh, person uh, in state uh, most of the families uh, lost you know 80% of gaza is destroyed now uh, so those families uh, lost their houses lost their ones one loved ones uh there uh, belonging there is something uh uh some one is thinking maybe for us it's something for them it's not and even a picture in their house when that is thrown for them it means a lot uh so now they live in school in camp and uh, but this, the those shelters are not enough for 1.5 uh so we are talking about 50 to 60 percent who are homeless who live in uh, in uh, in Gaza but uh, without any shelter without any roof over them and this cold weather bombing around them there's no access in Gaza about humanitarian aid we as AMA we have four teams inside Gaza that we do a daily distribution mainly food they need food we are talking about life saving items uh, not about people in Gaza not about uh, Uh, things uh, that they can live without. We are talking about life saving. We are focusing focusing on four basic items: food, they need food, bread, uh, drinking water, uh, medical supplies, medicines, blankets. Uh, imagine one of these blankets that I was carrying uh, in my hand uh, yesterday when I was in the warehouse uh, preparing uh, extra stuff. I was just uh, thinking that this blanket might might. uh cuddle or embrace a baby in Gaza suffering from cold water uh yes babies are getting infected Gaza but this is not enough to support uh, that a huge number of affected uh, people by this uh, uh, war yeah I'm saying I I you know also in our discussions and you know in preparation for the show um you know there there are lots of different organizations offering humanitarian aid and uh, including obviously AMA and and you know people from AMA base say who have also lost their lives and their colleagues and their families um have to deal with this loss but are continuing doing the work and that that displacement in that family and that loss in that family If you can just tell us about that because um you know like we say like you know like Sister Jihan explained of of the brother that goes in with a truck every day leaving his family with trust in the vehicle that he may return he may not return but ultimately it's destination Jannah can you please tell us more uh, absolutely the Aisha you know the African Muslim NC teams are based in Gaza uh, as well as selling trucks in Gaza and as you quite rightly mentioned yes we have lost uh, staff members we have uh, some of them have been injured the base with which we operate from has been totally destroyed alhamdulillah from that attack the staff are doing well and everybody is in the same situation and uh, but they still wake up and every single day leave their families 
some of them haven't seen their families or been back to their homes, are also staying in the midst of shelters, in the, in the schools, but still every day, alhamdulillah, make every effort in whatever capacity they can to assist as many people as possible. And over the past few days, we've seen the efforts of, uh, we've seen the efforts of uh, providing bread to the people on the streets, as well as water. 96% uh, of the water in Gaza is not fit for consumption. Right now, uh, diarrhea and hepatitis uh, spreading fast in the camps, in the displaced areas. So these are the situations faced by uh, organizations as well as the people of Gaza. But alhamdulillah, the efforts continue. And over the next few weeks, we are intensifying the efforts uh, to feed more people, to ensure that even though the, the world is slowing down in a holiday, but the people of Gaza are still in need, and we should continue our support, inshallah. I mean, I mean, Allahumma, I mean, Ya Rabbil Alameen. I'm just thinking of, you know, children who are injured and, you know, I mean, everybody, you know, women that have given birth and they may have had a complication, um, the elderly who are injured, anybody that's injured, a child who has been injured and who's comforting, you know, you think of a child, I mean, for me as an adult also, I mean, I go through any difficulty, the first person I think of is my mother or my father, my father's my home, but my mother and, and a stranger coming and giving a hug to this child. And, and, and all these thoughts are going through my mind right now of, of how, how do the children just keep moving forward and they, they just, that, that attitude of giving, despite so many challenges, this attitude of giving and tawakkul and trust in Allah, you know, these are lessons that I have learned from, 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 from Palestine, from Gaza. Sister Jihan, you have interacted with so many families from Gaza, from from Lebanon, from Syria, from so many places. And when your interaction with children from Palestine and from Gaza, please if you can share one or two, two, I can't even say one or two because there's so many that stand out because each situation is so unique and so touching and, and, and so many acts of bravery and courage. But if there's something that you feel, you know, that comes to heart right now, can you please share with us? Uh, yes, uh, as you know, we have the Orphan Hope Program inside Gaza. Uh, since, uh, since eight years uh, as AMA. Uh, so we have a lot of sponsored children there. So I have uh, been in contact with all our orphans and sponsored families inside Gaza since the beginning of uh, this uh, war. Uh, daily, in daily basis, one, one very uh, internet for them. So I, I always used to chat uh, about them. And, you know, I always feel afraid that uh, to lose one of the uh, orphans or widows that you are sponsoring, it will break my heart because I'm so emotionally attached to them. Yes, uh, thousands of people are being killed inside Gaza, but it will be different when you have, when you know uh, this uh, person, this child, uh, their dreams, their education, the situation. So one of the uh, uh, orphans that I sponsored, uh, her name is Heba. Uh, so Heba lost, uh, she's an orphan, and she lost uh, her mom in the beginning of, the, uh, of this war. So they are left three orphans alone without anyone. So uh, Heba lost her little brother uh, recently. Uh, his name is uh, Omar. Uh, and her other brother, Khaled, was crying screaming. She was, she's only nine years old. She looked at her brother and told him, 
in front of the body of her dead little brother. She told him, stop crying. He's in a better place. He went to mom and dad in heaven. Uh, you should be happy for him because he's in heaven now, uh, uh, being with mom and dad, and we are alone in this life. We, are, uh, we should cry for ourselves because we are still alive. Imagine those words coming from a nine-year-old girl who left her mom, her dad, and the brother, and she's strong enough to tell her other brother, don't cry. They are in a better place. Imagine this story. In a, in a, I don't know what to say, Vivi Aisha. This story breaks my heart. Uh, every time I think that those two orphans are left alone without anyone in this life. And there's another child whose name is Hamza. Hamza was an orphan. She was very smart at school. On the honor list, she wanted to be an engineer. She told me when I become an engineer, I will rebuild every destroyed house in Syria. And three weeks ago, he died in this war. Uh, for me, those children are not just numbers, but are not uh, uh, just to, to be added to the name uh, of other children who died in Gaza. For me, those children, uh, like they are like my children that I lost. They are my children uh, that I uh, I have been with for a long time, uh, watching them, taking care of them, knowing uh, their dreams. So to lose those children for me is really so heartbreaking. Alza. Imagine so young, a child so young, comforting her brother. When you think of that level of iman, um, my beloved listeners, that level of trust in tawakkul in Allah, that's many times, I must say this first, is a reminder to me that I forget. I go through challenges and I say, why me, why me? And I look and I tell myself that, ya Allah, the challenges bring us closer to Allah. But you look at the challenges of the children around the world, especially now in Palestine, and you say to yourself, Ya Allah, a child, Ya Allah, you have given so much of faith and inner strength, subhanAllah. Uh, Brother Hussein, you know, we're going to be ending our show shortly, and I would like for you to please share what lesson have you learned from the use of Gaza in your closing message to our listeners, please. Maybe I said, for the opportunity for being on your show. And I tell you, the lessons are, are huge in a sense that we always self-reflect. Firstly, on the blessing that Allah has given us all. Uh, you know, whether we, we look at the youth and we learn from them, uh, you know, whether it's resilience, whether it is faith, whether it is of sharing, of gratitude, uh, uh, but stay true to, to their niyyah. And uh, I tell you, l watching, listening, hearing from our teams, the situation on the ground of the children, uh, those that are being orphaned, uh, it, it, is, it is, you know, you realize that you wake up every day and you renew your niya. And yes, oh, it's been now it's more than, what, three months? Uh, and alhamdulillah, you know, people have supported in many ways with different organizations. But the need is great. The need is greater. And it's brought our attention still because we need to do more. Allah knows we can do more. Uh, the children of Gaza doesn't need you or me to change the situation right now at all. But we, but we, but we need to fulfill our needs. What is our deal with Allah, our sadaqah, our zakah, for our children, for our parents, that we can do on their names for the benefit, uh, for the for the for the and the benefit of the people of Gaza. 
and I will say, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you and everybody on your teams and every organization, every human being, everyone around the world that is speaking up for Gaza, supporting Gaza and Palestine in whatever way, in our duas as well. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept, inshallah. I don't even know how to ask you this, but I'm just going to ask you. You're going to be going in to Gaza, and when you see the children of Gaza and the women of Gaza and the people of Gaza, please say to them that we, the people of South Africa, and we, the people of the world, our hearts are with them, our du'as are with them. There is not a du'a that we make where we don't say, Ya Allah, free our brothers, sisters, and children of Palestine. Can you please, please convey that message to the people that you interact with and to the children? Can you please share with us also the lessons that you've learned from Gaza in your closing message, please? Sister Jihan? Yes, yes, Rabbi uh, Aisha. I, um, I saw a video of a small girl saying, I will stand on my land until the last drop in my soul, until I lose my last breath. I want to be buried in my land. Even if I feel cold, I'm hungry. I will remain uh, in this uh, uh, land because it's uh, uh, my land. It's not for anyone else. But, uh, the children of Palestine don't abandon their homeland, their mother's land. Uh, so if those young children saying such big words, what is left to the others? From this infant soul, we learn the true love that we sacrifice. Our faith increases seeing those role models during these tough uh, times. Uh, how they react, how they, uh, they don't give up. Uh, they are so strong. They teach us strength. They, they teach us the true meaning of uh, being human. They care about each other, but they don't act as if they are weak. Yes, they are suffering. Yes, they are starving. But the main thing is that their land is top priority. Uh, and this is, uh, and what other lessons, uh, like I was talking uh, about some of these children. And I feel that those children are born from the warmth of resilience. They are born with the love of Palestine, instilled in every drop of their blood with every heartbeat. Yet nothing can break them. Nothing will make them leave their homeland. They have full trust in Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah is the one, the only one with them. He is the one who will provide them with sabr, with patience, uh, to bear these hard days, because He promised them. And, and this, inshallah, Palestine will be free soon, and we will all go together. to Aisha, I promise you, one day, you and me will go to Palestine there to hug all the children of Gaza, to tell them that they are not left alone and we have been there with them since the beginning of this crisis and we will never abandon them because they deserve the love, the attention and the care. Ameen, Ameen, Allahumma Ameen. The day you give me that message or you or Brother Hussein or anyone give me that call, I will be on the next plane, subhanAllah. And, and 
my Allah, accept everybody's efforts. Like I said, it's 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 this entire show. I tears rolling down my face, and I'm very certain that all our listeners are feeling exactly like how I'm feeling. May Allah reward you all, Sister Jihan, Brother Hussein, and every human being around the world, every human being that is speaking up for Palestine, that is doing whatever it is that you are doing for Palestine. The marches, the duas, the protests, the Anything, any awareness, anything that you are doing, please do not stop talking about Palestine. Never underestimate the power of du'a. Never underestimate the power of du'a made in sujood. Tahajjud salah, du'a the time of rain. Du'a of the oppressed are du'as that Allah accepts. And remember, when you think of strength and bravery and courage and trust only in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you think of the people of Palestine. Recently, I... Well, you know, was was at at an at an event, and it's something that I said um, when I addressed the crowd, and I said, "When I grow up, when I grow up, I want to be like the woman of Gaza, because when I look at the woman of Gaza and the children that they are raising, and I listen to the stories as you've heard right now, and you think to yourself, Ya Allah, the people of Jannah.'" My beloved listeners, on behalf of myself, my sound engineer, Ziad Malazi, and all of us here at Radio Islam International, we ask you to kindly remember us in your in your du'as. Please forgive us for our shortcomings. Please remember us in your du'as as we remember you. Don't ever stop talking about Palestine. Never underestimate power of du'a. And a very, very important reminder, something that I use as my life motto, du'a, sabr, shukar, tawakkul. Prayer, patience, trust, and gratitude. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept everyone's efforts. Inshallah, until we speak again next week, Saturday, kindly remember us all in your du'as as you are all in ours. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.